Psalm 39. I said, I will watch how I behave so that I do not sin by my tongue. I will keep a muzzle on my mouth as long as any sinner is near. I stayed dumb, silent, speechless, but the sinner's prosperity redoubled my torment. My heart had been smoldering within me, but at the thought of this, it flared up, and the words came bursting out, Yahweh, let me know my fate. How much longer have I to live? Show me just how frail I am. Look, you have given me but a hand's breadth or two of life. The length of my life is as nothing to you. Every human being that stands on earth is a mere puff of wind. Every human being that walks only a shadow. A mere puff of wind is the wealth stored away. No knowing who will profit from it. So now, Lord, what am I to hope for? My hope is in you. Save me from all of my sins. Do not make me the butt of fools. I keep silence. I speak no more since you yourself have been at work. Take your scourge away from me. I am worn out by the blows you deal me. You correct human beings by punishing sin. Like a moth, you eat away all their desires. A human being is a mere puff of wind. Yahweh, hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for help. Do not remain deaf to my weeping, for I am a stranger in your house a nomad like all my ancestors. Turn away your gaze, that I may breathe freely, before I depart and am no more. Modern Grace Living the Proverbs day by day for August 1st. Today's lesson from Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 5. The righteousness of the blameless clears his path, but the wicked person will fall because of his wickedness. Doubt and the true believer. Our next scripture comes from Mark chapter 9, verse 24. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Even the most faithful Christians are overcome by occasional bouts of fear and doubt. You are no different. When you feel that your faith is being tested to its limits, seek the comfort and assurance of the one who sent his son as a sacrifice for you. Have you ever felt your faith in God slipping away? If so, you are not alone. Every life, including yours, is a series of successes and failures, celebrations and disappointments, joys and sorrows, hopes and doubts. 
But even when you feel very distant from God, God is never distant from you. When you sincerely seek his presence, he will touch your heart, calm your fears, and restore your faith in the future and your faith in him. most for his highest for August 1st, learning about his ways. Our scripture comes from Matthew chapter 11, verse 1. When Jesus finished commanding his 12 disciples, he departed from there to teach and preach in their cities. He comes where he commands us to leave. If you stayed home when God told you to go because you were so concerned about your own people there, then you actually robbed them of the teaching of Jesus Christ himself. When you obeyed and left all the consequences to God, the Lord went into your city to teach. But as long as you were disobedient, you blocked his way. Watch where you begin to debate with him and put what you call your duty into competition with his commands. If you say, I know he told me to go, but my duty is here. It simply means that you do not believe that Jesus Christ means what he says. He teaches where he instructs us not to teach. Are we playing the part of an amateur providence trying to play God's role in the lives of others? Are we so noisy in our instruction of other people that God cannot get near them? We must learn to keep our mouths shut and our spirits alert. God wants to instruct us regarding his son, and he wants to turn our times of prayer into mounts of transfiguration. When we become certain that God is going to work in a particular way, he will never work in that way again. He works where he sends us to wait. Psalm 37, verse 34. Wait on the Lord and he will work. But don't wait sulking spiritually and feeling sorry for yourself just because you can't see one inch in front of you. Are we detached enough from our own spiritual fits of emotion to wait patiently for him. Waiting is not sitting with folded hands during not doing nothing, but it is learning to do what we are told. These are some of the facets of his ways that we rarely recognize. Streams in the Desert for August 1st. Our scripture comes from Romans chapter 6, verse 13. Offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life. One night I went to hear a sermon on consecration. Nothing special came to me from the message, but as the preacher knelt to pray, he said, O oh Lord, you know we can trust the man who died for us. That was my message. As I rose from my knees and walked down the street to catch the train, I deeply pondered all that consecration would mean in my life. 
I was afraid I could, as I considered the personal cost, and suddenly, above the noise of the street traffic, came this message. You can trust the man who died for you. I boarded the train, and as I traveled toward home, I thought of the changes, sacrifices, and disappointments that consecration might mean in my life, and I was still afraid. Upon arriving home, I went straight to my room, fell on my knees, and saw my, la my life pass before my eyes. I was a Christian, an officer in the church, and a Sunday school superintendent, but I had never yielded my life to God with a definite act of my will. Yet, as I thought of my own precious plans that might be thwarted, my beloved hopes to be surrendered, and my chosen profession that I might have to abandon, I was afraid. I completely failed to see the better things God had for me, so my soul was running from him. And then for the first time, and then for the last time, with a swift force of convicting power to my inmost heart came that searching message. My child, you can trust the man who died for you. If you cannot trust him, then who can you trust? Finally, that settled it for me. For in a flash of light, I realized that the man who loved me enough to die for me could be absolutely trusted with the total concerns of the life that he had saved. Dear friend, you can trust the man who died for you. You can trust him to thwart each plan that should be stopped and to complete each one that results in his greatest glory and your highest good. You can trust him to lead you down the path that is the very best in this wonderful world for you. Life is not wreckage to be saved out of the world, but an investment to be used in the world.